Do you speak English? A little. Well, could you take a picture of me and my wife? It's very easy. You press like that. It's very easy. Sure. Huh? Like that. That's it. Focus like that. Okay. We're going to do it over here. Could you get that palm tree in? Yeah. We want to show her on the Riviera. during February and March, thousands of North Atlantic humpback whales migrate to the breeding waters of the Silver Banks, just off the coast of the Dominican Republic. This migration offers incredible photo opportunities for adventurers who book passage on one of the very few vessels licensed to operate in these waters during this time. By choosing your charter correctly, a photographer might even have the additional opportunity of experiencing an in-water encounter with these magnificent creatures. In the final installment of our Turks and Caicos podcast series, we spoke at length with the man who runs the preeminent whale charter in the Silver Banks during that period. Piers Vandervault is captain of the Turks and Caicos Aggressor, and a good friend as well. Piers was kind enough to spend time with us describing this amazing photographic experience aboard the Aggressor. While you listen to this interview, we strongly encourage you to navigate to our Podcast 13 page on our website, www.jimchurchphoto.com, to view some of these unbelievable photographs Pierce has taken during these whale encounters. So, welcome to another podcast of the Jim Church School of Digital Underwater Photography. This is Mike Haber. And this is Mike Mezgleski. And we have a very, very special guest here today. We have Piers Vanderwall, who is the captain of the Turks and Caicos Aggressor. Thanks for joining us, Piers. Thanks a lot, guys. Thanks a lot for coming down and seeing us. Well, we, we've got a class going on this week, and uh, we really love the Turks and Caicos Aggressor. And um, we appreciate you having us here. We had a great conversation earlier, and, and the folks who are listening have already heard the podcast with uh, Christopher, who is the photo pro and uh, second captain on this boat. And Christopher talked in great detail about what the Turks and Caicos Aggressor has available for underwater photographers. And along the way, he also touched on your whale charters, and since that was just a portion of the podcast, we thought that we would come to the, to the source here to tell us uh, a little bit more in detail about the whale charters and, and what they have available to photographers. Yeah, Mike, um, we have quite often photographers coming on board always wanting to go to the next step. They always want to see the big five, whether it be in water or on land. Well, we certainly offer quite a bit of the normal diving, but with the whales, we're offering that exclusive where you can go and actually swim with 40-ton mammals 
and be one-on-one -on -one with them. Do this legally. The only place in the world where you can do it where it's issued with a license and uh, swim with humpback whales. Swimming with the whales we see a wide version or a wide uh, change in the whales from their mating down to the carving and for photographers to actually be in the water seeing the mothers nurturing the calves and allowing the, the, the people close by to have this interaction, these soft water encounters is phenomenal and seeing the, the images especially from the old days of film where it took quite a long time to uh, develop the film, get the film set up on slides and then view it now we're getting this instant feedback with the digital and just seeing the reaction between people and the whales just excellent stuff. What, uh, what would a traveling photographer need to bring with him or her uh, in order to have a really successful trip with you during one of these whale charters? Definitely equipment that they are very comfortable in using. We certainly help them. Uh, Christopher himself spends a lot of time coaching and giving out a lot of pointers. Knowing your equipment before you come down is a good prerequisite. Um, best for surface is definitely an SLR, something that has a quick autofocus and shutter release and an 18, uh, sorry, an 80 to 200 millimeter lens is the norm. Anything higher than that creates a little bit of um, vibration problems, especially with the small boats that you're on, the sea conditions and the whale breaching. Um, in water, Anything from the standard point and shoots, the small Olympuses, right down to Canon or Nikon uh, SLR units. Something that is easy to work on, easy to put together, not afraid to work on it if you've got a slight uh, bit of moisture floating around if you're trying to change cards, which happens on a regular base. Certainly cards that have a lot of memory and fast write cards. Um, that would be the everything in a nutshell you don't need external light sources everything shot natural light you skin diving basically you snorkeling with the whale so just having equipment that's small enough to move around without being totally encumbered with these huge units is the way to go and what what's the time of year what's the period where you do the whale charters whale charters run in our winter here in the Turks and Caicos so we're looking at end of January February, March, and we kind of touch into April. We do 10 weeks. In that 10 weeks, we see a, a, a huge change in behavior from the mothers coming down pregnant or just had the calves, nurturing the calves, right through to the males trying to find the female for insemination, and then right down to the the last where the mother's training the calves. The calves are now becoming more interactive with with uh, skin divers so quite a huge change there and certainly over a 10-week period which is our winter year. Piers, you touched on um, the underwater photography portion of it, uh, the fact that most of the photography is natural light, all of the photography is natural light and that's that's great, it makes the uh, equipment a little simpler. What type of lenses are the folks using in the, in the housings for say the digital SLR cameras? Uh, on the digital SLR and I'm dealing mainly with Nikon at the moment I'm not too sure about the Canon range but the 12 to 24 is the kind of the norm 
I've seen a lot of the 18 to the 70 range, which is excellent. I think the 12 to 24, the 18 to 70 is the way to go. Um, quite a few folks haven't taken the plunge for the, the newer lenses. They're still using the old SLR lenses like the 16 or the 18 millimeter Nikon mm -hmm. on the digital units. Mm -hmm. But um, the 12 to 24, the 18 to 70 is the way to go. Sounds like the with the 12 to 24 that, that the whales get awful close or we get awful close to the whales. Is that true? Yes, they do. They get very close indeed. Um, Christopher uses a, a 10.5 on a regular base. Uh, he likes the curvatures from the lens. He likes the, the kind of shape that it gives the whale, that natural curve. Um, myself, I prefer the, the 12 to 24. I shoot that every now and then. Excellent. How do you control the uh, encounters when you're in water with the with the animals themselves? We basically limit the amount of people to an encounter. Uh, with the two chase boats, we would have ten people per per vessel. Each one would be out in a different area of the banks when we're looking for the whales and we find them moving around. As soon as what we get an encounter that pans out, uh, a Valentine, an amorous female who is mistaking us for a partner and comes in real close where we know it's going to extend for more than half an hour to to an hour sometimes we get up to six hours with them uh, we would then rotate people through the water uh, spending a period of time in the water with the whale it could be anywhere from an an hour to half an hour and then we'll put in the next group and by doing this we keep people from getting cold People whose comfort level might not be the same as, as others snorkeling and that gives us a nice control with the whale so that we don't become invasive to the whale. That's the key thing and you'll find with the, the folks shooting photos they tend to get absorbed but at the same time it gives them time to step back, look at what they're doing with a quick review on the cameras and then get back in again and take their time. And how many guests can you accommodate per charter? We run a maximum of 20. Uh, quite often we're running 18, but uh, 20 is the max that we take. Excellent, excellent. Um, we, we know that you're busy and we know that there's a lot to do in, in running this boat. Uh, so we do appreciate the time that you've spent with us and uh, we just want to thank you for everything that, that's gone on this week. It's been a terrific charter for us and we know that the folks who've come along with the Jim Church School have had a terrific time so far and we still have a few days left to go so we're looking forward to, to more great photos and, and more great adventures uh, through the remainder of the week. Plus we've got another week coming up with you coming up in August so we're looking forward to seeing you again in just a couple of short weeks. That was a wonderful description of the whale charters, and we hope that some of you will look into experiencing it for yourselves. In the meantime, don't forget to go to our website, www.jimchurchphoto.com, and look at some of the great photos that Piers has taken during recent whale charters. As always, if you have any questions or suggestions about a future podcast, you can contact us at podcast at jimchurchphoto.com. Until next week... This is Mike Mizgleski and Mike Haber, and we'll see you next time. No questions. 
No answers. That's the business worry. You accept it and move on. Maybe that's lesson number three.